0: free shipping always delivered in discreet packaging so rethink your bedroom routine go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout miller and get you know the discount 50 percent off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts that's miller again miller
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, it's a happy, happy hour this week. Why? Noel Kassler, uh-huh. which is like ice cream for breakfast. the hour. Yes. Uh huh. That worked with Trump on Apprentice and knows all the inside shit. And oh my God, just his description of what is going on on Trump's head is worth it alone. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. He just uh, he knows all the inside shit about Trump and the family. Oh yeah. And justice, I will say it because I can say it on this on Happy Hour. Justice is feeling very cummy to me. It's not just nipple circling. I feel like we're getting closer to justice for Donald Trump. Th-
3: the balls are starting to... Yes. To... Y- right, yes, uh-huh. the ball
2: clamp or something. Are, talk- are we back onto cock and ball torture? What's happening? It's
3: been tantric this whole time. Yeah. We've been yeah. waiting for yeah. that orgasm for yeah. years. This was
2: Schlappy C CPAC week. It's just, it's been a big, big week. Hmm. And so uh, who better to celebrate than with Noel Kassler, comedian yep. extraordinaire. Absolutely. Get your face up now. Uh, Chris, who said yes. President Obama enacted regulations to make braking systems faster on rail cars? This was not surprisingly repealed by the Trump administration. Who said that? Dr. Shrinker. No, noted uh, comedian, citizen journalist Noel Kassler,
4: Yay. who joins us now.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> hi, Noel. Hi, good morning. Hi, Stephanie. Great to see you. Thanks for having me back. Uh, thanks for uh,
2: following Cocaine Squirrel Don Jr., uh, who cooking bear <laughs> i mean i that's the, the problem the trump's they're just there is no shame it is his safety regulations that were repealed that caused the derailment he goes there hands out i don't know hats and old water and then don jr talks about how brave he is to go there and breathe in
4: <laughs> absolutely and and at the same time criticizing joe biden and saying there's a fake air raid siren which is ridiculous and right. the reason there are air raid sirens are because Don Jr.'s father decided to shake down President Zelensky instead of instead of sending him javelin missiles, you yeah. know, when yeah. he was president. So, you know, it's maddening. And Don Jr., I mean, don't even get me started. Like, talk about a cocaine bear. You're right. You know? <laughs> and can I just say that shows the family, right? Because when I worked around them, Don Jr. was dry, right? He, right? he was a problem drinker, drug addict. When he was a young man, he got famously beat up in the comedy cellar because yeah. he got really drunk and stuff. You know, he was a troubled dude. Oh, I hadn't heard that All... story. Tell oh, me, oh, the, yeah, yeah. Tell me the
2: comedy cellar story. I played <laughs> he... there back in the day.
4: Right. This was back in the, This was like 2003 or something. Somebody was making some kind of like... Kind of racist jokes on stage mm-hmm. and don jr was laughing a little too loud oh, at the racist stuff and he bugged the table next to him so the guy's neck at the next table told him to like calm down and shut up because he was being loud yeah. and don jr threw a beer oh wow beer on the dude's girlfriend so the guy got up and hit don jr in the head with a beer bottle oh. which is not cool no you know? <laughs> But two guys beat him up from Staten Island and 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 Brooklyn, and Jeez. it became a big deal. It was the cover of the New York Post, and, and Don Senior called up, the, you know, Gnome's father and made him apologize to the Trumps, the owner of the Comedy Cellar, and it was this whole sort of imbroglio. But after that, Don Junior went into a long period of. Not sobriety, but dryness. Yeah. You know, he wasn't drinking and yeah. all that. And he obviously relapsed during his father's administration. And yeah, we see where he's at now. You yeah. Know?
2: Yeah. I know they're talking about Hunter Biden. And I'm like, you willingly
4: <laughs> post these coke rants of yourself like every week. and and can i say one thing on that you know i'm in recovery myself there's no shame in addiction it's a disease it's a family disease right and and, and there's no problem seeking treatment but imagine having your family knowing you were making those videos every night that you were a national laughing stock that everyone in the country knew you were obviously on drugs and you were doing it anyway and nobody was even trying to stop you yeah right ivanka his dad nobody's like hey we're gonna send you to betty ford chill out on the coke rant youtube videos yeah they don't even care that shows, and they have the
2: audacity this is what i mean about the lack of shame to talk about hunter biden and his admitted addiction problems which are in the past and as you say don jr seems quite clearly to be very much in the present with his addiction problems
4: right absolutely and not just you know hunter biden ashley biden was you know was seeking treatment during the pandemic and they stole her diary her yeah. recovery diary, which yeah. where she was basically writing a first step in, got stolen by Project Veritas, stolen yeah. by a guy. He sold it to Project Veritas, and they passed it around Trump fundraisers in yeah. Florida. Oh, Even yeah. Dodd Jr. was at one of those. So it's the shamelessness knows no bounds, you know. So
2: let's talk about family. So uh, what do you call it? Ivanka and Jared getting subpoenaed. Who's throwing who under the bus and when is your prediction?
4: Yeah, they're all going to throw each other, you know, it'll be a circular (laughs) firing squad because they're a den of vipers. That's why I just said that last thing, you know, like how they're not looking out for each other in terms of their personal health. It's going to be the same thing in terms of their legal standing. And none of them trust each other. Jared never trusted Trump. Chris Christie obviously threw Jared's father in jail with some compromise that he most likely got from Trump's associates, right? They had videotape of him. So not not just the videotape that, that Jared's father got on his brother-in-law, yeah. but there was videotape on you know Charles Kushner and, and stepping out with prostitutes and all this stuff, and that's why he took the plea deal, right? Yeah. So Jared knows all that, hates Chris Christie, mm-hmm. doesn't trust Trump. Ivanka had a front-row seat to all the crime, and you know, she was the face of the Trump organization in all these years that AG Letitia James right. is investigating, right? All right. the sort of... False financial documents and BS. So I think they'll very quickly turn each other when they see how much teeth the Georgia, you know, yeah. investigates an impossible trial has. I think that'll be when they really start to lawyer up and, and and figure out strategies to get out of it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Didn't oh, I think Trump accidentally gave uh, Jack Smith a kind of a super cool nickname. Didn't he call him Mad Dog something? Mad Dog, <laughs> Psycho Mad Dog. Jack yeah. Smith. You're like, ooh, that's. <laughs> That's right, pretty. Yeah. Exactly.
4: <laughs> I, I want to be called Mad Dog. Exactly.
2: <laughs> um, so you you just mentioned video. Uh, you uh, tweeted uh, 40,000 hours is a lot of footage. This will be Tucker's Apocalypse Now, except it's cast with angry power washers from New Hampshire and the grilled teams of the Mid Atlantic Fud Ruckers. <laughs> All fighting to protect a bald, diapered madman who snorts Adderall and lives in Palm Beach. I mean, at, you said J6 was probably the first insurrection where most of the enemy combatants stopped at Dunkin' Donuts the morning of their battle. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's like it is funny, except that, you know, who knows what how Tucker is going to filter this, right? I mean, it's just he's a, he's a noted, uh, proven liar, right? and conspiracy theorist about J6 what is your take on what 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 he's going to try to do with this
4: I think it's dangerous because they are going to make a propaganda film. You know, it's going to be rewriting history and making it palatable for the Fox News viewers. Right. Mm -hmm. Because we learned last week they're making a ton of money off of the stop the steal election lies. Right. That was released in these text messages between Tucker Carlson and everybody. So that's their product is keeping the big lie alive. And I think they'll they'll edit something that makes it look like Antifa. You know, was causing it, mysterious figures, and that the MAGA guys were just there to, you know, repair the tile work or something on the you know, like they're going to make themselves appear to be the good guys, and that's the that's the kernel of this whole scam, is is that they're appealing to the the worst instincts in people, but telling them they're right Mm -hmm. they're on the right side of history and that's a dangerous thing or it'll be like
2: five seconds long and just the guy walking in the rope line (laughs)
4: it's the only footage they can find that looks yeah exactly yeah but i think the larger point if i can just add is that we've never had a speaker of the house willing to turn over sensitive congressional you know property essentially which was what that videotape is to a private network you know to a propaganda network owned by an australian billionaire who clearly doesn't have democracy yeah you know at the top of his list so that You know, that's made the Republican Party a financial arm of of basically Fox Corp. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, Also, leave it to you to stand up for men everywhere that have been tasered in the balls. And I think that is... (laughs) You said I feel like releasing the footage is disrespectful to the guy who tasered himself in the balls trying to stop the certification of votes from a free and fair election while his friends use the United States Capitol like a porta potty. Um, (laughs) People don't stand up for that guy enough. (laughs) <laughs> exactly,
4: you know and, and then that, that's the ludicrousness of this situation. There's no way you can paint this any other way than you guys are monsters. and what you did was beyond the pale. Yeah in terms of anything we've ever seen before and the fact that we're two years out from it and it is being normalized should terrify yeah me. and
2: they are traitors this talk of uh you know marjorie taylor green talking about a national divorce and a civil war um i you made the best point i've seen on twitter you said uh marjorie taylor green reminds me of an oily piece of spam that somebody trained to bark <laughs> not
3: that's a good yeah that's, that's as a good a description as, I, as i've
2: seen yeah uh-huh Barking spam. Um, And also, you made the point we've been making all week. I I want a divorce, says Marjorie Taylor Greene of red states, blue states, conveniently leaving out who actually pays the bills for the red states. I mean, it is endlessly ironic, isn't it, that they call us socialists and we are all the giver states and they are all the taker states. They would completely Uh collapse without tax money from the blue states, right?
4: A hundred percent. From California alone, right? Just if California decided to put massive tariffs on produce... Right. They wouldn't last a week. Right. You couldn't get an avocado or a head of lettuce for less than ten bucks and they would fold, you know, and that's why we're the United States. A house divided cannot stand, as Lincoln famously said, like we're in this together. We only we work best when we all come together. And I think the ultimate sort of philosophical political crime of these Trump years is that he spawned so many politicians willing to divide us for their own grift. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's a shameless thing. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it maddens me daily. Yeah.
2: I suppose we, I mean, again, I am of the Trump is going to be indicted and is going to go to prison camp. Because I need that to live. But <laughs> <laughs> I do think, that, I just love this, I, that he is in his own prison. I love this story. Uh, the former president now has a regular gig as a DJ at Mar-a-Lago. I mean, he is just...
3: On Thursday nights, not even a good sad, night. Not even
2: a good night. Just a sad, pathetic little man. Thursday. <laughs> um, this is, uh, where is this from? Page six says, Trump is officially DJing every Thursday night. He sits at a table with an iPad where he lines up tunes such as Celine Dion's hit song from Titanic while he eats. Oh my god. God. Oh if a man that... if this man is is never actually going to be in jail for various crimes the next best thing is just for him to stay put in that soothing groundhog groundhog day time loop utterly content with his Thursday night DJ gigs un- unable to up geopolitics said Jezebel. Jill Twist said the one thing I hold dear is that all of the worst people you know will eventually try to become a DJ. That's <laughs> As hilarious. a former DJ
4: I can confirm we are the worst. <laughs> we are the worst. <laughs> That's hilarious you know it is that norma desmond thing yes. he is in his own prison can i tell you a quick story sure. one of the the, the images that tr- sums up trump best for me in my time working around that family the last several years we shot at the museum of natural history in new york that's where we shot the celebrity apprentice right. finales in the Lafrak studio so we had the after party essentially across the hall right and the after party was like whoever was on the show. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't Jay-Z and Beyonce showing up. You know, it wasn't like Madonna. It wasn't a big A-list affair. And Trump would wait out in the hallway like 20 minutes into the after party starting. And I went out there one time and I was like, what are you guys waiting for? And they're like, we're waiting for all the celebrities to get here to make an entrance. And I'm like, celebrities, it's Tom Green. you know?" <laughs> and, just, like, and we just saw you 20 minutes ago across the hall. Like nobody's going to be surprised. It's a bunch of grips and PAs in your audience. But he would stand out there lonely. You know, you could see, like, the need for attention. So pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It it was just nuts. And he would walk in with his security guys like he was president even back then. By the way, and I speak as
2: a pathetic former DJ. You, You know, you remember my favorite story, Chris.
4: Back when I was a DJ,
2: the, uh, Sister sleeves from the Brother Who's Born in Circus, everybody, WCMF Rochester. Uh huh. I used to, I took DJ gigs, you know, for extra money, and I would I remember I I would only play songs from the Bad Animals Heart thing because I'd just gone through a breakup, so I would just it was I was like the worst DJ ever. You can't even dance to it, but it's that that's him. He's a, I'm just saying I am a sad pathetic former DJ, and that's but I wasn't president, you know, even true. by accident. Thank God, yeah.
3: No, Castler's here. Painful boot edge edge. <laughs> boot.
2: Yeah, I. Oh my God. Okay. I. I don't. It. Like we were saying, it's always the shamelessness that it's his like repeal of the what do you call it <sighs> rail safety. And he sh- has the nerve to show up there, right? And you know, hand out. I don't know. But I'm just saying, Mary Trump is right. If it was 10 year old water, it's probably poison. But okay. Would he care? Would he care if it was old water? I don't know. It wasn't Trump ice. It was Trump natural spring water, which I don't
4: know. I love that. Yeah, I- he, he would not care, you know, and, and, <laughs> and in that clip, he reveals the same thing we were just discussing before the break. He talks about he played to small crowds, right? Yeah. It's not the funny bone in Des Moines, right? <laughs> it's not it's not your competition who's playing the next night and doing better numbers you're the ex-president we're talking about a public health environmental disaster that could affect thousands of lives for yeah. decades and all you're worried about is the crowd size of the transportation secretary
2: yeah yeah i mean it's extraordinary okay chris hang on who oh, said oh, okay. um yep. uh of the uh lab leak theory on covid has it been definitively proven no is a lab leak possible of course I keep a completely open mind that we don't know definitively what the origin is. And that's the reason why we want to keep investigating and get as much data as we can so we can prevent something like this from happening in the future. But the overwhelming data right now from independent people with no horse in the race feel rather strongly it is a natural occurrence. Who said that? A dino No, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh about the lab leak or the whatever whatever we still have the majority of agencies think it was a natural occurrence but they just will play gotcha politics with anything won't
4: they absolutely you know it's about scoring points against your opponent and like you said it doesn't matter you know what matters is how we respond to this whether it's man-made or naturally occurring we were clearly caught off guard as a world and it's certainly as a country. Yeah. So, how do we strengthen the systems that failed us last time and protect life going forward? Yeah. That's all that should matter. And the fact that we don't know is obviously worth investigating. We do need to know. Like yeah. The fact that something killed so many people around the world and we still don't really know where it began should concern people. Yeah. Right? And not, as we not
2: yeah. No. And as we were saying earlier, the people, the Trumpism that brought us all of these these unvaccinated people, they were trying to the thread that I was reading earlier was trying to explain people that didn't get vaccinated are walking by a weapon. It's the reason why we have all these variants and why this is still with us three years later. Um Just one last one from Jeff Tiedrich. He said, Donald Trump bungled the COVID response. Joe Biden had to clean that up. Trump capitulated to the Taliban. Joe Biden had to clean that up. Trump gutted safety regulations. Now Joe Biden had to clean that up. And holy, I'm beginning to sense a pattern. I mean, and I guess what I'm just so irritated about this morning, uh, as usual, Noel, is the mainstream media that they don't frame any of these stories like this and now the someone of course asked him to his face aren't you too old <laughs> to run for president again i mean he has had historic success in his first 2 years as president
4: you know a hundred percent and I don't think he's too old I understand it's a fair question ask it but look at his record Jeff Tidrick and I were at the White House in October we got invited down and we spent a day and they were giving us briefings like they would normal press people right Right. because they see how it gets skewed a little bit in the main steering press what I saw was a bunch of really brilliant people a lot of young energy a lot of you know holdovers from Obama and a lot of experts that had clearly given their lives to studying economics, the environment, infrastructure, all these various things. How I think of a president is as a conductor, right? He's got all these agencies, all these cabinet heads, and his job is to make sure we emphasize the right one and they all work in concert, just like a conductor does, right? Nobody goes to Lincoln Center and goes, oh, man, Leonard Bernstein's like 84 at this point. (laughs) I don't want to hear this shit. Give me a 30-year-old. Oh, 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 oh.
2: we can't say that on our little morning radio show. (laughs) Okay, no worries. (laughs) We have a delay. (laughs) Here's the president uh, talking about the age issue.
3: Both your supporters and your critics, they know that if you're reelected, you would be 82 when you're sworn in, you would be uh, 86 at the end of your term. Is your age part of your own calculation into whether to run again? No, uh, but it's illegitimate for people to raise issues about my age. It's totally legitimate to do that. And the only thing I can say is watch me.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, it's his results speak for themselves. I mean, I, you know, no, I, I, it's, he's obviously signaling he's going to run. And I just, I, I know the press always needs a horse race. This is how, you know, 2016 happened. Right. Uh, uh, but I just, I feel like, um, how do you spin? What was it, what, Travis? What I don't know. If we we have it in front of us. The, the unemployment rate was what seven something? It's three point four now. We've cut it How in do half. you? How, yeah, exactly. Every, on exactly. every single barometer, things are much right. better, right?
4: Reduced inflation, reduced the deficit. I mean, if you looked at it just by the numbers, you'd be like, this guy's Michael Jordan. How is he putting up these numbers? He's beating other. He he created more jobs than both Bushes ronald reagan you know and trump combined yep biden did in two years like it is working and and you need that experience the thing i like best about biden's age which i think is an asset and people don't point out enough he's unflappable if i had to like inherit half of the junk he inherited and put up with all the stuff he's put up with from trump i would be like i'm out of here i don't need this (laughs) you know biden is clearly A man, the man for the moment. Like, he clearly has a sort of moral equilibrium that is dovetailing perfectly with the national moment, and we've seen incredible results.
2: But that's not what Kimberly Guilfoyle thinks, Noel.
4: Oh, God. (laughs) He's really authentic.
2: You know, he's one of
1: the guys. Like, he loves McDonald's, okay? He loves the Pizza Hut, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Actually, really does eat McDonald's. He loves mm-hmm. McDonald's. Mm-hmm. He loves Pizza Hut. So mm-hmm. at McDonald's, his go-to's, he'll get a bunch of things, and then mm-hmm. we like, he likes everyone to try them all. He mm-hmm. likes the fish sandwich, the chicken sandwich. He likes the Big mm-hmm. Mac. Uh, so what can I tell you? He he loves it all, the quarter pounder. So we have all that array, and then of course the fries. Um, but you know, we when we travel <laughs> on the road, wherever we go. We actually then have the McDonald's, and we're all eating on the plane. It's hysterical. So it's him. It's the whole team. Um, it's some of his biggest donors, mm, and it's
2: mm, just mm. it's fun. Wow. Now I'm thinking his arteries might actually win before we need to worry about Who 2024.
3: Says the McDonald's?
2: That's why he should be president because he eats. He's he a big he you eats know the McDonald's. The McDonald's bag of treasonous trans fats. That's why you should. Oh my god! I mean, isn't this the biggest myth? know this whole he's just like you he's just a regular guy man of the people
4: right who sits on a gold toilet who's lived on fifth avenue since 1981 who gets manicures who wears shoe lifts a girdle paints himself orange you know has hair that looks like riffraff you know (laughs) (laughs) that you know that's what his hair looks like he's bald on top and he had a scalp reduction to pull up his hairline so it's all i've seen it it's all long around the sides and it's bald on top and he (laughs) he, he shellacks it into this pompadour on top of his head, on top of his head. I tell people, even the most hardcore MAGA guy, if you saw Trump like getting out of the shower, you'd be like, oh no,
2: no, no. he's got to go.
4: That dude ain't right. You know,
2: (laughs) go ahead. Sorry.
4: No, he's, if he sat down next to you in a food court, you'd get up and move with your family. (laughs) Ah! You're like, kids, kids, we got to get out of here. He's, and that's the, that's, I've seen dogs bark at that guy. (laughs) Every time I've ever seen a dog near him, the dog starts to bark because they just say, like, this is the
2: right." right. right. Tracy in Mace, Arizona, you're on with Noel. Hey, Trace.
3: Hey, Noel. I remember doing the time warp.
2: Yeah. Um, (laughs) 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 Let's do it again. um,
3: I I did a cursory perusal of the uh, Arizona Republic online this morning, and I can tell you the Dilbert cartoon was nowhere to be found. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, the syndicator dropped him. So he, it's, he won't. How it won't will we be ever survive way.
2: as a culture? Yeah. yeah, go ahead.
3: Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey, um, there was a story. They, our uh, state senate, the Republicans in our illustrious state senate, have introduced SB fifteen sixty six, which will require voters to re-register every ten years. Which is the fallout from the cyber ninjas trying to say a bunch of dead people voted. Mm-hmm. And yeah. true story, uh, election day in uh, 2020 it was november 3rd my mother was battling terminal cancer she sub- submitted her ballot by mail early and she passed away on november 5th so wow it it can happen okay yeah so there you go wow and so. uh,
2: and uh and i'm sorry um wow yeah, I don't we were saying g- 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 thank God for Katie Hobbs. I'm glad she's, you know, bringing this uh, AG up or you know, having him investigated because it, it's just no we've got to put a stop to this. Right? It's not it, he did the same thing Trump did. He commissioned this report, they found absolutely no fraud. He hid it and and misrepresented its findings. I mean, it's just almost like we have to take truth and facts back in in we the public have- square. Yeah
4: absolutely because it's a grift they they fundraise off of this they make a lot of money in spewing these lies and they further radicalize these large swaths of our population and and and, you know it's, it's dangerous to a democracy, and, and you it's going to come to a head.
2: Yeah, and you had a great tweet, speaking of disinformation. You said, is there any doubt that stories will come out how Elon Musk allowed anti-Ukraine, pro-Putin bots to flourish on Twitter? His acquisition of this site was an anti-democratic act of war and an appeasement of an oligarchy. He will be seen as one of the bumbling villains of the 21st century. Um, and here we go with, you know, Putin talking about, or excuse me, Biden talking about Putin uh,
3: yesterday. What do you make of this Chinese peace plan uh, floated overnight that Putin is now applauding today? I think you answered the question. Putin's applauding it. Uh, So how could it be any good? I'm not being facetious. I'm being deadly earnest. I've seen nothing in the plan that would indicate that there is something that would be beneficial to anyone other than Russia if the Chinese plan were followed. So the idea that China is going to be negotiating The outcome of a war that's a totally unjust war for Ukraine is just not rational.
2: You know, it's like Trump's peace plan for Ukraine. It's giving Ukraine to Putin. That's what he would have done, right?
4: it's absolutely what he would have done it would have been all over by now if trump had god forbid been reelected. you know and, and and what we've witnessed in the last year in ukraine is something i never thought i'd see in my lifetime right it's like world war ii level atrocities so yeah. the fact that even one of the political parties in this country is spewing pro-putin talking points you know and then you have elon musk and these tech bros trying to you know sort of influence the narrative. My take further than that tweet was that Elon Musk knew that Putin was gonna start this new offensive, which was gonna create a lot more atrocities. And we heard about all that stuff on Twitter, right? A yeah. year ago, you were seeing that stuff every night. You don't see it as often anymore because they muddied the waters. And that's that's a global operation designed to make money off yeah. of people's ignorance and authoritarianism. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. Um, I think you were talking about Musk. You said his fan base draws from the same psych profile as much of MAGA, libertarian dude bros who wear sunglasses on the back of their baseball hats and are only living with mom until they pay off the Cabela's card. (laughs) (laughs) And then this one was my personal favorite. Guys who watch Bill Maher and unironically proclaim, this guy, dude, gets it, gets me, or gets it, reminds me of Rogan.
4: What has what has happened to Bill Maher? I just I I don't know. Yeah, I I ask myself that every week. You know, I worked on a show with Seinfeld back in the day called The Marriage Ref, and that was you know Bill Maher. I used to love Politically Incorrect yeah. on ABC, and yeah. you know. I don't know. It's the same thing. It's these people live in an ecosphere, right? And they right. sit in their basements or, you know, they sit on the veranda in Bill's case and they smoke pot and they get information coming into them that reinforces their point of view, but makes them sound clever to their friends. Yeah. And then it just metastasizes. You yeah. Know, you, the, the football player on the Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Like what? Like what happened to you? How are you not getting you know, vaccinated, you're an NFL quarterback, right? right? But it can penetrate people's minds, and it gives them a sense of power. And I think the larger picture is that demographic, middle class, working class, white guys, they they feel sort of emasculated. So anything that speaks to that latent sort of resentment. Yeah, it is energized and takes on a life of its own, and think, that's a lot of what we see in this yeah, media.
2: I think it's the anti-vaxxers combined with sort of the I don't know what you'd call them—Covid minimizers, mm-hmm. not even just Covid deniers, but just minimizers that are why we're where we still are today, <laughs> losing three thousand people a week, right?
4: Yeah, and it and it, 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 it taps into this sort of toxic masculinity mm-hmm. that, that we that, that got sort of gasoline thrown on it in America after nine eleven, you know, when people started buying tactical sunglasses. Like what are you talking about? Tactical sunglasses? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why is your Jeep called a raptor? You know, why do you look like you're charging into Fallujah? You're in Parsippany and you work at a telemarketing company, you know? <laughs> the, the only ranch you ever see is on a plate of chicken wings, right? But you got the Ford F-150 Super Duty because they're selling a lifestyle and yeah. they're selling empowerment. They're selling, you know, to yeah. use them, I don't want to use a more crass term, right? But it, it's a yeah. sort of, you know, yeah, unemasculating sure. kind of thing yeah. for these guys, I s- you know?
2: funny you mentioned I saw a guy hiking yesterday look like he was like on his way to Fallujah with I don't know boots and the walkie-talkie and the backpack and the I don't I'm like whatever Ooh, I hope you make it five minutes to the observatory you think you'll be okay should I call in air support <laughs>
3: that's hilarious uh, yeah yeah yeah